The assault on the heart is not a matter of will that happen to you or is this something that might happen to you. It's, it's, it's already happened to you um, and it's happening now. The question really is more of uh, do you know you're in that battle? Do, do you know you're in that, in that fight? Welcome to the Gary Wilkerson Podcast. So glad you're here with us today. We are uh, launching a new trajectory over the next few months. We are going to be discussing some deeper issues of the heart to give some pastoral counseling, some, some uh, ministry counseling to you. We are talking about renovating the heart of kingdom leaders. We've been working with pastors. We've been working with missionaries. We've been working with teen challenge directors. And so we've come up with this idea of uh, it's basically kingdom leaders. And that can go beyond those ones I just described. It can become a family leader. It can become a small group leader in your church. It could be somebody who's having to lead in your own organization. And so all of us, to some degree or another, are leaders. And if you're following Jesus, then you're a kingdom leader. And we want to speak to the issues of, of the heart, addressing some things, some hurts, some wounds, some difficulties that have uh, maybe caused us to be less than all that God has for us. Uh, there's a giftedness in your life. There's a glory in your life, something that God has Im imprinted upon you that is meant to achieve great things uh, for his kingdom. And that's, that's who you are, whether you know it or not or recognize it or not. We hope to bring that, the best out in you uh, over these next few months. We're going to be talking about some issues, um, uh, the, the enemy's work in our life. We're going to be talking about how we can overcome those difficulties, those, the heartaches, the heartbreaks, the brokenness, the things of, of sin, the things of the brokenness, the things of a fallen world. And today, specifically as we start this, uh, we want to talk about spiritual warfare. As we talk about spiritual warfare, you're mind may go immediately to uh, some strange places. Um, it, it could go towards, uh, no, it doesn't exist. It could go towards that humanistic view, even that the ch Christian church has of, uh, you know, it's pretty much just live your life, obey the word of God, and just get on with it and don't think about unseen things. Or it could go to the other extreme where everything is uh, a demonic stronghold uh, where there's no responsibility on our part. So we want to try to bring not only balance to that, but breakthrough to that today. And so I'm joined with uh, a brother who's going to be uh, co-host with me over the next few months. Uh, thank you. Uh, this is Mark Mayfield. Mark, thank you for uh, not only being here with us today. You've been with us on some of our other podcasts, uh, but also thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to uh, uh, to speak to us on some of these issues. Today, we're going to be talking about assault of the heart. Mm -hmm. Before we do, do you mind just taking a minute just to uh, tell us a little about yourself, your background, where, yeah. you're, where you're from, uh, what, what God's d doing, done in your life? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so California transplant, don't hold that against me. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I grew up uh, born and raised in Santa Barbara, uh, California. Uh, moved out here when I was young. My parents have been in Christian education for all of my life. Uh, and so grew up in, in a Christian home, Christian education, um, you know, my own walk and journey, we'll probably, I'll talk a little bit more about that as we, this unfolds, but I've struggled with myself with, uh, spiritual warfare, struggled with, uh, mental health issues, struggled mm. with, um, abuse in my life and different things. And so, uh, really who I am and where I am today is because of the journey. Right. Yeah. And, uh, so out of college, went to uh, be a youth minister, youth and family minister, did that for about five years and, uh, really felt underprepared and mm. uh, uh, unequipped to meet the needs of the community I was in, had a suicide, uh, had some drug overdoses, and mm. uh, not a whole lot of response that I could come up with for families that were hurting. And so my wife and I felt like I was calling us back to the uh, back to school, and so went to Denver Seminary mm. uh, and got my master's in uh, clinical mental health counseling and just went on from there to get my PhD in counseling. 
um, but still have that pastor's heart. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't think it, that ever goes away when God yeah. imprints that on you, but just how it's manifested. And so for the last 15 years, I've been uh, doing community mental health. I've been uh, running my own um, mental health facility that's uh, um, finishing up running that in the next yeah. couple of weeks. And then uh, really focusing in on now of how do I help partner with like-minded people to help pastors, help mm-hmm. leaders, help congregations and churches be better equipped to care for our communities uh, yeah. that are struggling more now, I think, than ever before. Yeah. Yeah. These last few years have uh, brought some new uh, difficult uh, nuances to the battle that, that yeah. we find ourselves in. Um, so starting today, we're, we're, we're wanting uh, people to know that uh, it's not a matter of uh, the assault on the heart is not a matter of will that happen to you or is this something that might happen to you? It's 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 already happened to you mm-hmm. um, and it's happening now. The question really is more of uh, do you know you're in that battle? Mm-hmm. Do, do you know you're in that in that fight? So I, I just a story I remember when I was in high school, uh, I started taking kickboxing and uh, the school bully. I mean, this huge six foot four you know, almost 280 pounds. Uh, he heard I was taking that. So he said, uh, hey, Gary, I want to fight you after school. And I was like, no, I, I'm just doing this for the sport. I don't, right. uh, you know, and I'm a, I'm a Christian. I don't fight. He goes, well, and I remember what he said. Well, you're going to be in a fight whether you fight or not. Uh, you know, and so it was interesting, though. I mean, just I always like to tell the end of the story because it makes me look good. Uh, <laughs> but actually, uh, so he started swinging. But my training was like he was doing these things called the roundhouses. Mm-hmm. And I could see they're like, they're like telegraphed. So I just like moved left, move right. And I thought, might as well just, you know, and just kind of bopped him in the nose once. And, he, and the, the look of surprise and terror on his face. And then it made him mad. He started swinging more crazy. And, you know, two or three hits. And he kind of just bloody nose and a closed eye. And he backed off and just said, man, you are trained. Mm-hmm. And it was like, for me, that's just a story of, you know, I don't want to be in a battle. I, I, I didn't want to be placed... I didn't choose to be placed in a world that's fallen, right. uh, but but I am. And so as Christians, we need to learn to fight. Have you found the same thing in your life? You... Yeah, well, in my life, but also just in the, in the field, I think a lot of times we face trials and tribulations and we're surprised by it. Uh, we're almost offended by it. And and instead of coming into it going, okay, this is this is how – life is because of what mm-hmm. Genesis 3 talks about, you know, in, in the fall. And, yeah. um, you know, as a result of sin, we are in this battle. Uh, and I don't know where it happened uh, along the way that we got this mindset that life was supposed to be easy or cushy or like bad things aren't supposed to happen to me if I'm a Christian. And I think that that theology is still prevalent in, mm-hmm. in a lot of, whether knowing or unknowingly, right, prevalent yeah. in a lot of Christians' lives. And so when we face these things, uh, we're caught off guard. Yeah, we are. I believe we're supposed to have very high expectations of, of life, of mm-hmm. victory, oh, of, sure. of uh, the glory of God in our life, of impact on the world mm-hmm. around us. But but I but I think we, what happens in the Christian church sometimes is there's there's uh, high expectations, but then there's also false expectations. Yes, you're going to have uh, you're going to have a pain free life. You're going to have a sorrow free life. You're going to you know and and I think then we misinterpret scriptures too. So mm-hmm. like when the scripture says, "No weapon formed against you shall prosper," most Christians tend to think then that means I'm not going to be in a battle because these weapons don't prosper. Well, I've always pictured that more like a gladiator type story where. Uh, arrows are being shot, <clears throat> and like you know, and it's not like 
the arrows blow up before they leave the, <laughs> the, right. the, the, the warrior, other warrior's hands. It's like, no, I'm actually, they're hitting off my shield. I'm having to, to duck. I'm having to guard. And maybe on occasion I get struck, you right. know, but it's not prospering in the sense of, okay, there's an arrow in my shoulder and, you know, somebody has uh, just, just uh, you know, took a sword to my shin and I'm limping and I'm in pain, but I have that shield and I have that sword of man and I'm moving forward. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not going to prosper in the sense, it's not going to stop me. It's not going to keep me from engaging in the battle. It's not going to get me so discouraged that mm-hmm. I give up. And, and so I think if we have the wrong view of scripture and the wrong view of God's, the, God's worldview of, of us not being in the battle. You know, well, I think also a wrong view of what the battle looks like. Right. I mean, I think, uh, you know, we're talking about spiritual warfare today, but that can come in so many different forms. Right. Um, you know, uh, mental and emotional health being one of them. Yeah. Right. You know, or financial health or, you know, and so we look at all of these things as, you know, kind of that we can look at them as well as me and, and stop. Yeah. Right. And, and I think that's what the evil one wants is for us to yeah. be rendered useless right. uh, versus moving forward. So I love that analogy. Uh, of the shield and the sword stay, moving forward, but still, still stay limping. In, stay in the battle. Yeah, stay yeah. in the battle. <clears throat> yeah, you're definitely going to to you know have conflict. There's you know the, Satan is mm-hmm. that's just who he is. You know that's you you alluded to the Genesis three passage where it says you know the the, the curse on the on the serpent was that that Jesus would step on his head, but mm-hmm. he would wound the heel mm-hmm. of of the body of Christ and right. stuff. And so so yeah, so there it, it doesn't say that the serpent's not going to, to bite you. It's, it's, it's actually prophesying that you're going to get bit. Right. And there's, uh, I like to say, there's, there's always, there's, you know, there's always the beauty of life. There's, you can wake up in the morning and see the sunrise mm-hmm. and you can see your, you know, the newborn baby. There's such beauty in the world, but there's always a snake in the garden. There's yep. always somebody with that. And I think that's why today's episode, we're calling it the assault of the heart, mm-hmm. because really the assault is, 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 um, you know, it can be on the finances, but really what I think Satan is after is to assault the heart. So mm-hmm. so you and I, two different persons, you, we could both be assaulted, so to speak, financially, financial struggles. But if you have – if you are guarded against the assault on the heart, you're going to take that financial struggle in a different light than okay. say if I'm taking that and I have financial struggles and my heart is assaulted by saying, oh, God doesn't care for me. Or I'm or, a failure. I'm or, a failure. Mm-hmm. Now that, so, so you're taking the external mm-hmm. circumstance – uh, but 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 I think the enemy assaults the heart because that's how we interpret what's happening externally. Oh gosh, yes. Yeah, yes. yes. It's our lens, I think. It and, is a lens, yeah. You know, and it's the lens in which we see trials and tribulations. You know, um, I love just looking at our different uh, um, fathers of the faith in Scripture of you know how they struggled. Yeah. You know, you know, you look at um, Paul and his struggles, and you know the passage that always stands out. Um, you know, and, and with James too, but, you know, count it all joy, yeah. you know, when we face these things. And and I think we don't really get down to the nit, the, the nitty gritty of the Hebrew and the Greek in that passage of what, mm. <laughs> what it means to count it all joy. Yeah. You know, uh, it means I'm choosing to look through the lens that I have uh, of the things that I'm going through yeah. in a way that is not victimized or woe yeah. is me or, you know, Right. Uh, God doesn't love me anymore, or any of that kind of stuff. It's yeah. it's choosing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I was I did a um, you know when you look at the joy that David had, King mm-hmm. David, the the song and the dance that was in him, the mm-hmm. the, the lyrics of joy that, he, and yet he he his heart was so assaulted. Mm. Uh, you know, I did a study on the first twelve 
chapters of that. We put it in a little study guide form that's available at World Challenge. But uh, one of the things I noticed is like, uh, so if you look at the headlines of those first 12 chapters, you see in there, uh, you know, this is when Saul threw a spear at, at David, or this is when Absalom rose up against him. And so you would think his response would be, you know, I hate to have to fight another war, or I hate that I'm losing my kingdom and I have to go hide in a cave. He's not, he's actually talking about uh, his heart. Mm. He's, you know, all 12 chapters are he's saying, uh, you know, it's like, uh, how long, oh Lord, how long will I have to endure their accusations, their lies, their, their, you know, they're coming against me. They're trying to, to, to diminish me. They're trying to, they're trying to wound me. Is, is right. So here's this guy that, you know, might lose life and limb, but he's more concerned about the issues of the heart because mm-hmm. I think that's, and I think the enemy knows that and that's why he attacks the heart. And so I, I'd like to hear your response but to this. Like, what do we mean when we say Satan is attacking or the evil one is attacking the heart? It's, it's, it's that would be the emotions, the the mind, the way we, the lens. Is that? Is that yeah, what I mean, I think you know, I think it's it's complex and yet it's simple. I think in the sense that it's complex in that you know the 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 mind and our emotions are very uh, multiplistic. They're they're all over. They can be all over the place, right? Yeah. I mean, but. Uh, I think it's that if we want to look at it from that lens, uh, it can skew how we look at uh, how God sees us. Right. It can skew how we see our spouse. It can skew how we see our kids. It can skew how we see, you know, our our calling or our purpose and place in this world. You know, maybe a better way of putting it is it's an assault on our identity. Mm, that um, is a better way, yeah. You know, because um, I'm a big, big proponent that our identity comes out our identity and our purpose come out of, of whose we are. Mm-hmm. And I think Satan's, his goal is to question whose we are. Yeah. You know, that quiet whisper that, well, look at your circumstances. Does God really love you? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're struggling with anxiety. You know, God said, you know, and so it's it's nothing different than what happened with, you know, Adam and Eve in the garden. It's just yeah. that, that whispering of half-truths and lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, you, you, you mentioned that earlier, and I think you're spot on that, you know, the, Abraham and others, Adam and Eve, the whole story of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation is one of cosmic warfare. Mm-hmm. And so don't think you're going to escape it. Realize you're in a fight and just how well will you fight? How mm-hmm. well you fight? So I think the first thing I would, I'd like to maybe those who are listening, I would like for them to know is, you know, this attack is on the heart or as you're saying, the identity, who it is that is attacking us. So my mind goes immediately towards understanding the the vast realm of evil mm-hmm. and Satan is certainly the tip of the spear mm-hmm. of that but he's not the only you know the good news about him is he's not omnipotent he's not omnipresent he's not omniscient he doesn't know everything you're thinking right. he does and so he's he's much more limited than we think but he's much more devious so it's Satan but he also has the fallen angels the third mm-hmm. of heaven fell yep. and the, in my theology those are the ones who've now become those who would be considered demons, demons or right. uh, the fallen angels and then even if you didn't have that mystical, cosmic, spiritual element, you would still have the fallen world, right. uh, the nature of the flesh, uh, our own sin, our mm-hmm. own, our own uh, uh, rebellion and, and angst towards God. So, so you, have, you have Satan, demons, the fallen world, our own sin, our own flesh, our own rebellion. Mm-hmm. All of those things to me, if I use the word evil, that, that's what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm thinking of these things that, that, you know, everything from the Holocaust to a, a child who's neglected by their parents mm-hmm. is, is, is part of the assault of the heart on, uh, uh, of evil. So I don't know if you have anything to add to that as, as far as what you picture evil being. Yeah, you know, I mean— I, who, I, who is it that's coming against us? 
I think in a conversation I had about two years ago with John Eldridge, it was the idea of that we're kind of have this gravitational field of sin, brokenness, and spiritual warfare. So there's an assault mm-hmm. from the outside, mm-hmm. right? The, the, yeah. the, the spiritual warfare. But there's also assault, an assault from the inside wow. in, in the sense of our own brokenness and our own sin, yeah. you know. And um, so I think it, yeah, it, as we talk about it, it can feel very overwhelming. We have to remember that, you mm-hmm. know, uh, the world has, you know, been overcome. Death has been overcome right. by Christ. Um, and we have that power within us, but we have to exercise that, yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, we have to speak out against yeah. certain things. And so I think that uh, the assault on the heart as we're talking about it, it is often more subtle uh, than we realize. Uh, you know, it's not these big cosmic things right. that are happening. Maybe they are. I mean, I've experienced some of those, and I'm sure you have too. But it's, I think, a lot of it is that that subtleness of calling into question things, of you know, the argument with my wife, or the uh, the bitterness I have towards a, a church or, or a congregation member, or a, mm-hmm. you know, a, a boss. You know, those things kind of kind of can secretly you know, enter in mm-hmm. if we're not aware of it and, yeah. and begin to deteriorate uh, our heart. Yeah, that's – and I think that's how you can know you're being ass- – your, your heart is being assaulted. Mm. You're, going, you're going to hear – you're going to hear the assault usually in form of accusations, mm-hmm. uh, attacking your identity, mm-hmm. um, which is, which is you know, again, going back to the garden, uh, you know, Satan's attack was not – to bring a thousand demons with swords and mm-hmm. start a, a war, you know, sure. like it wasn't shields and swords and clanging yeah. arrows. It was an assault on the heart Subtle. because he knew if he can get the heart, yep. he can get the identity, and then you can question God. Did right. God really say? And so that did God really say you're loved? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, I don't really feel loved. Did God really say you're a value? Uh, and no, I'm I'm worthless. I'm hopeless. So we believe mm-hmm. the lies. Uh, more than we believe. So the assault on the heart is to get us to believe our identity is one of brokenness, mm-hmm. of of sin, of the warfare defeating us. We're defeated. Right. We're hopeless. Well, I would think too, I want to make sure that, that we are clear in this is that if you are struggling with an emotional or mental health you know, disorder or struggle, that that is, we can't just say it's all spiritual warfare. Right. It, it, there's a piece of that that probably is there. Um, but we look at, you know, how uh, when I look at the, the garden and sin entering into the world, I often tell people, we if we believe that theology that sin entered the world through Adam and Eve's choice, original sin, right? right. Big big theological conversation. Right. But we also have to believe that it's infiltrated our DNA and how mm-hmm. God originally designed us. Uh, and so we are uh, still beautifully created in the image of God, but we're maybe a couple a uh, couple ticks to the left or the right mm-hmm. of, of the way it was intended, right? So yes. that, and so part of that struggle of a mental and emotional health, it, it, it might be a DNA thing due to the fall, yeah. right? And so Absolutely. I've met, I mean, I've met a lot of churches and of, of just people in my life that are either going to blame it all on spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. And so we pray it away or we read scripture, you know, and, and so the assault on the heart, there might be one camp that says, well, we're just not praying right or we're not yeah. reading enough scripture or we're not having right theology. There's truth to that, right? Yeah. But it, what if it's on the other side of things too is that it's it's kind of that physical struggle, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, We still are speculating what Paul's thorn in the flesh is or was, right. you know, and part of me wonders if it was something to do with you know, either physical or mental mm-hmm. health, right? Right. And so that is there's stuff then that can be assault on the heart as well, but it's 
a part of being in this world yeah. and we can't over-spiritualize it or, or under-spiritualize it. We yeah. have to have that right understanding. And so I want to just make that, that's good. that statement, you, you know. I'm glad you did. Yeah. And that's why when we talk about sin, brokenness and spiritual warfare, you you know, you're, you've got categories, you've got buckets, you know, yep. and some, 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 you know, and, and to use the wrong weapon at the wrong time. <laughs> right time sure. You know, so so yeah. you're, you're using spiritual warfare when it's an issue of sin, mm -hmm. you know, so, so you're, you know, you're cheating on your wife and you're, rebuking the the Satan for making you depressed about it. Right. Well no, you, no, you, your choice. you need to fight sin <laughs> right. in that case. Or, or but if but if uh but if you're fighting sin, okay, you're tempted to lust after a woman uh, or a man after, or a wife after uh, right. either with sex. <laughs> right. uh, so so you're tempted to, to, to lust. Well that's 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 an issue of sin, mm -hmm. but it's also an issue of spiritual warfare. Satan right. is trying to come and kill, steal, and destroy, destroy purity, destroy mm -hmm. the garden of, of our life. And that serpent in the garden is coming to try to take that away. And well, so understanding which element, when we talk right. about the assault of the heart, we know Satan is is trying to diminish us and to to derail us and to depress us and to cause us to not feel like we can do what God's called us to do, and whether it be mm -hmm. with our children or our marriage or our careers. Uh, and, and so that we know that the assault's there, but, but looking at it in these buckets, there could be some different ways to, to battle back against the enemy. Well, right. And I think so maybe a right understanding of like depression or anxiety is that it's a part of our brokenness, right? right. From, you know, and so uh, a right understanding of that might be uh, I'm not a victim of this. Yeah. I, I struggle with it. So like when I tell people that I've, I've been diagnosed with anxiety and, and depression – uh, I don't tell them that that's how I see myself. Right. That is what I struggle with. Yeah. You know, and I think there's the temptation that we can make that our identity, which is an assault on the heart. Yes. Versus, okay, this is my lot in life right now. I need to find ways to fight it, to cope with it, to engage it, whether it be pastoral counseling, counseling, therapy, medication, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. So I think, yeah, the, like, I like what you said, the buckets, you know, mm -hmm. and, and having a right understanding, not putting – one in the wrong space and then yeah. blaming it for not right. <laughs> for not doing what we wanted yeah. to do or whatever. Yeah. I like that. Well, the good news is, you know, we know who the enemy is. We, we, we describe the evil yeah. one and, and the, the different places. And then we're, now we're describing the different uh, buckets, so to speak, yeah. here. Uh, but let's take the last few minutes we have. We have about five or six minutes here. Just talk about the remedy because people mm. are going like, okay, it's really <laughs> been interesting listening to you talk about, you know, I know my my heart's been assaulted and I know mm -hmm. my identity is being attacked and, and it's leaving me feeling depressed and discouraged sure. and hopeless. What do I do about that? Mm -hmm. Where where do you begin to break free from these assaults of the heart? Do you have a few thoughts on that? Well, I think it's uh, – I talk about this a lot. It's making sure that our – if you want to think about toolbox or tool belt mm -hmm. or whatever, I like tool belt because yeah, it's right there good. with you. You have to go in the garage and find it, right? right. <laughs> but if you have tool belt on, I think it's it's having the right tools for the right seasons. Okay. And um, the Word of God is a right tool for the right season. Mm -hmm. And we need to know God's Word. We need to, to be in it. We need to yeah. meditate on it, as it says, yeah. you know, uh, hide it in our hearts. You know, that, that's really important because when things come up, uh, we look at Christ in the desert, right? He had a he had a scriptural answer for yeah, those temptations. Love that, yeah. So we need to have that. I think that's a, that's a that's we can't move forward without that. But I think another tool uh, in our tool belt might be the right person, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but you know, I think it's important to have three or four, maybe five people in our lives mm -hmm. that can speak truth into us yeah. in the right times, right? So having that in our tool belt. But then I think having, you know, for me at least, I, I, the reason anxiety doesn't overwhelm me anymore uh, is because I've 
done enough therapy over the years to recognize, okay, I recognize when things are rising up in me and are not healthy, and I have steps to take uh, on what to do. And mm -hmm. so, you know, uh, part of it might be I cut back on my caffeine. Mm -hmm. Part of it might be that I'm not going to be watching TV as much because that it, it spikes the anxiety. Part of it might be that I'm recognizing that my thoughts are racing, and so I need to take, you know, so I have these because of therapy, I have these mm -hmm. tools that I can then utilize yeah. uh, in, in that. And then, you know, I think when we're talking about kind of that brokenness piece, it's making sure that we have the right people to turn to at the right time. So mm -hmm. I'm not saying, you know, th therapy is the end-all, be-all, fix-all, because it's not. It's a good tool. And so, like, I have somebody on speed dial that if I need to go back to therapy, I'll go back to therapy. Right. Um, I don't need it right now. Yeah. But I might, right? Um, the, God's word is something that I utilize every day, yeah. right? Uh, relationships, fellowship, prayer is something I utilize every day. Now, I'm oversimplifying it. I think there takes discipline. Yeah. Um, and that's something we don't yeah. talk about often, right, right? Is, yeah. is the disciplines in this. Uh, I love what you're saying. Those, those are some healthy tools, you know, whether it be community or somebody to turn to. You know, we started this podcast today You talking about, you know, being a pastor who turned into a counselor, but you've always maintained that pastor's heart. Mm -hmm. I, I've been a pastor most of my life, but I've had this counseling element mm -hmm. uh, through education and through just pastoral care over people. So that's, you know, so it's like both of us have this sort of, uh, we have one foot in one world and one in right. the other. And that's why this next few months, I think it's going to be really important for us. We're just, we're just beginning to scratch the surface, you know? Mm -hmm. So if you're listening today, you know, you're thinking, okay, <clears throat> you're talking about some heavy issues here, but, but we haven't even begun to explore this. And once we do, uh, and I really hope people stay tuned and maybe uh, sign up for the uh, next episodes coming up and maybe call your friends or, or send a link to this, these podcasts, because we're going to be talking about uh, how to break free from these uh, lies, the accusations of the devil, how to break agreements mm -hmm. that people have, how, how to be attuned to the Lord and to, to other people, uh, how to overcome these things, and then how to thrive, how to move into realms where, where we are uh, fulfilling the calling and the destiny of God. So there's, there's a lot here. And um, <clears throat> don't be afraid of you know, when you hear words like counseling or therapy, you know, we talked in our previous conversation about the the, the word in the scripture, the, the suke, the, uh, it's, it's translated soul, soul. but it's psyche, psychology, where mm -hmm. we get the word psychology from. Use biblically, use prayerfully is the right thing. And so I just want to close our time just saying, you know, you've given us some really important tools to, so as we understand somebody who's listening and they're, they're fighting depression, they're fighting a difficult marriage where they you know, their spouse is always accusing them. They're, they're, maybe they're a teenager still in their home and they're feeling, um, you know, defeated by all these, the onslaughts of the assaults of the enemy that you, I want to encourage people to use these tools. I might even step back underneath these tools is, is, is a heart aligned to the Lord mm -hmm. that in a way, you know, because, you know, uh, a, a tool of a friend, a tool of a scripture, but if, if, if our heart is, 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 you know, if we don't understand the deception of our own heart and let the Lord heal it and move in it, then we're going to come to the scripture. Um, here's an example. So like uh, when my heart was so wounded that I saw myself as a loser and worthless, I would read scripture. I would read about Saul and David hmm. and I would go like, I'm Saul. I'm, uh, I'm the guy who's going to throw the spear at the, the, at the guy. I'm hmm. the guy who's going to lose my kingdom. Right. So, so even like studying scripture, through, we talked about you know, you're right, rightfully so talked about lenses. You can take the lens of 
of community and you can have those five guys in your life and they all could tell you you're valuable, you're worth, but you're not going to believe it if you're believing those right. lies. So, so I, I think it has to do with, and we're going to be talking about this, one of those things, how to break those lies, how to, how to conf confront those, the assault, but just so people don't leave here discouraged, those tools, implement them. But behind those tools, I want to encourage people to, to, um, I would say, I would say go to Revelation 12 hmm. and we'll talk more in depth about this in an upcoming episode, Revelation 12, where he talks about they overcame uh, by the blood of the lamb, the word of their testimonies and laying down their life, even not unto death. Yep. And those three, those are three powerful elements that, that number one, the blood of Jesus is, uh, you know, Hebrews says it speaks a better word. Hmm. So Satan says, you're worthless. You're no good. He assaults your heart. Well, the assault of Jesus is a better word. You're not those lies that Satan says, and don't you dare believe those. Jesus said, don't call. He said this to Peter in, in his dream um, when they laid that um, the food down and said, mm. eat this. And Peter said, I can't eat that. It's unclean. And Jesus said to him, don't call what I've made clean, unclean. And we do that to ourselves so much. And that skews the lens that we're looking at scripture, that we're yeah. looking at community, that we're looking at prayer. Our prayer life becomes, Lord, I'm such a miserable person. I'm so worthless, and I don't see how you could love me. And God, and Jesus is saying, don't call yourself unclean. And so the blood of the lamb, we, we plead the blood, the blood of a better word. And then that becomes our testimony. We say, Lord, my testimony is that I'm changed. I, I once was mm -hmm. this. I was angry. I was fruitless. I was hopeless. I was helpless. But now I am, and speak those, those better words. And then laying down your life where you say, okay, this is this is more than about me. This mm -hmm. is more. This is like I'm here to serve the king, and a servant who's always miserable and dejected and feeling rejected and believes those lies, the assault, are, are not going to be that valuable servant. They're mm -hmm. going to be the servant who Jesus said in that parable, you uh, you know the third guy who had one talent, you hid it. Well, why'd you hide it? Well, I knew you were a hard man. Well, how did he know he was a hard man? He was believing the lies. The assault on his heart was that. His, yeah. his king was a hard man, and therefore it caused his heart to recoil from that which was he meant to do. So the assault on the heart is one thing, and you're brilliantly talking about the tools. And I'm adding a, just a little – put my two cents in there just saying that, that there's, a, there's a heart issue that, that makes those tools uh, – not magical. That's not the right word, but just um, powerful. Just powerful. Yeah. The sword is becomes powerful. You can have a sword and not know how to swing it. Right. And so yeah. the, the, the tools you're talking about are, become powerful when we, we when we plead that blood of a better word. Mm -hmm. When we when we have that testimony that no, I'm not going to keep calling myself unclean when he's made me clean, and I'm going to lay down my life for this for this cause of being holy and pure mm -hmm. and believing and trusting. And so I want to just before we close just. Uh, Mark just Dr. Mark Mayfield just wrote this book called The Path Out of Loneliness. Uh, maybe episode two here, we could take a few minutes just to talk a little bit about sure. this book too, sure. as well as continuing on talking. We're going to continue on talking about the assault of the heart mm -hmm. just a little bit more in the next episode. Stay, stay tuned. Uh, but look at Amazon or if you want even a special, Mark has been kind enough to sign uh, some personalized copies of this so you can write or call uh, World Challenge and we will send uh, the first, uh, uh, I think we have several left, uh, about 13 left. Uh, so you'd be the first 13 people uh, to, <laughs> to call or write, and we'll, we'll send you that book at no charge at all. And you'll learn some powerful things. Some of the things we're talking about today are included in this book. Mark, thanks for being with us today. Yeah, I'm excited. Look, look forward to this next several months together as we really deal with some of these deeper issues of the heart. Each week, this podcast reaches thousands of listeners. 
This critical work is made possible by the generous contributions of individuals like you who believe in World Challenge's mission. Thank you for listening and supporting World Challenge, transforming lives through the message and mission of Jesus Christ.